Welcome to Try Not The Pod. I'm Leah. And I'm Mia. How you doing? I am great. Good. I'm good, good. I've uh, been working hard. Yeah. I've enjoyed a good weekend. And uh, yeah, things are going well. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good too. I feel well rested. And I am I'm really excited about this one. I'm not excited about this because of what it is, but I'm excited about like all of the other things that surround it. And I'm more excited because you have no fucking clue. I've, I already, I, I, don't, I don't even know where conversation is going, going to go on this because this this completely baffles me. Yeah. And blows my mind and the whole idea of it. I, I, don't, I don't understand anything. So anyway, let's jump into it. What are we doing today? Today we are going to open undeliverable packages from DHL. Okay, I you tell me that sentence. I don't even really understand what it means, okay. and I don't know that this is even a thing. And how you've even come across this blows like baffles me because I don't even know the answer to that. So let's let's like dig in. What what do you mean by we're going to open undelivered packages by DHL? What is that? So some DHL, for anyone who doesn't know, is a package delivery service that we can use in the United Kingdom. I think they exist in other places as well. But essentially, when you send a parcel and the recipient, for some reason, doesn't collect it. So let's say they deliver it to your house. It isn't, you're not there. It gets taken to the sorting office and you go to collect it. They keep it for a period of time. You don't come and collect it. And there is no return to sender address on that parcel. Then those parcels are essentially undelivered. Okay. So what DHL do um, is, or what parcel companies do, is they take those parcels, they remove any um, personal information from them, so that they must open them, I assume, to take out any packaging slips or um, oh, of course, other right. information. Yeah. They repackage them in plain plain bags mm-hmm. um seal them with their own uh, packaging logos and they must sell them wholesale to companies who then either open them and use to companies or to individuals i guess either or like you could do it for i i don't know that part so how this happened was i wanted to buy us an amazon's return palette so okay how did you even know that you can buy amazon return palettes because i watch a lot of youtube and because I task myself primarily with coming up with crazy shit for us to do on the podcast. I mean, that's true. Like, I feel a bit bad because it is always you, you that comes because you, up like, with all the ideas. Your idea I'm not. Away. You're right. I'm not. Um, but um, <laughs> I, I totally forgive you. Um, essentially, Amazon um, and other companies do it as well. Now, Very do it. And I've seen a lot of other companies that do it. And I found companies that do it because I researched it. They have items that are returned to them and rather than putting them back into the supply chain or back into stock they just sell all those returned items as a as a kind of a job lot on a pallet okay and you don't know when you get that pallet if the items are going to work if they've been returned because they're faulty broken or whatever but from all the videos that i've watched the majority of it there's nothing wrong with them even if they're returned as faulty people just haven't wanted it and they've just returned it and said it's faulty and you can get some incredibly um massive pallets so i found one that i was bidding on on ebay for us um, and i was a bit concerned because it was a pallet so they're going to deliver a pallet mm. um to my house and i had to just store it here and when you were here we were going to have to unbox a pallet right okay and we were what have is to... a pallet how big is a pallet oh, you, uh, 
wooden pallet. You know. Oh the... wow. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So it's probably like about let's say it's a meter squared. Yeah. And then however high it goes. Yeah. And we were going to have to book a slot at the tip because whatever we couldn't like resell. But my plan originally was let's buy an Amazon's return pallet. Let's sort through everything. Let's put everything that we don't want on. Well, we'll keep what we want. We'll put everything we don't want on like marketplace, and mm-hmm. we'll just at really reasonable rates, and we'll just try and cover the cost of the pallet, and maybe put some money in our podcast account yeah. because you know um, that would help us, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the plan. But then this was going up and up and up and up and up, and then the post. So what kind of what so. kind of prices are we looking at for an eBay? Amazon pallet. Uh, I think so you can't buy it directly from Amazon. You can. Amazon do sell them directly, but um, Amazon didn't have any at the time. Right. Okay. So I have alerts set up on Google. So when Amazon have return pallets, I'll get alerted. I have alerts set up on other companies as well. So next time they are selling them, I will. uh, We will do this in the podcast for sure Um, because just it's just too brilliant on eBay though. um, Whereas some of them don't have that. they don't have like list of items on eBay. They've listed out every item that's in the palette. So, and they've given you the estimated, the worth of that item if it's okay. legit. So I'll show you one, but the one I was bidding on, I think it went in the end for about 400 pounds. Oh. Yeah. But the but item did it, value yeah, what was, was five and a half thousand. Oh, wow. So if what it, kind of stuff did it have in it? It had some amazing stuff. It had like Robert's, a Robert's radio, like the really beautiful, if you've seen those. Um, it had like a couple of dab radios. It had uh, skull handy headphones. Oh, wow. Like, loads and loads of stuff. And stuff that we wanted. Like Ellie was like, yeah, yeah, this is great. It's got a spare Apple watch charger and I need one of those. So oh, okay. Like, okay. Well, actually, yeah, that's not bad. If it's got a, a retail or resell value, because yeah, if you're reselling it, even if you just sell each item at like 20 quid and worth 150 you're gonna make back the cover yeah I well actually i don't know how many items are in about 200 items but i feel like in some of them and some of them had 100 or whatever and lots of them had duplicates so one of them i was looking at had six uh slush puppy machines right you know for, like for kids yeah they retail at like 49 pounds and so i mean if you put them on facebook facebook marketplace whatever for 20 quid like someone's yeah. getting a great deal it's yeah. brand new they were brand new they worked they were yeah. new in box like Someone's getting a great deal. I don't care because I don't need six slush popping machines, right? So actually, if I see things on Marketplace Mm. that are super cheap, I shouldn't just assume they've come off the back of a van. They could well have just come off an Amazon pallet that someone's actually purchased. Or what I also saw a lot of when I was looking for this is uh, closing down, especially with COVID. Lots of businesses are having liquidation sales. Right. So I could buy a lot of liquidated stock for us, a box of liquidated stock, but a lot of it will be shit we don't want. And we don't need to be trying to sell 100 cuddly toys on Marketplace, right? No, you're right. We haven't got you're time right. for that. And actually, yeah, we haven't got time for that. And I have just moved house, decluttered, and done four trips, like separate trips to the dump with a van. Like, mm. it is not something I'm down for doing right yeah. now. Well, and I also, That being said, I happily, in six months' time, we could do one where we do actually... Yeah, book I would book, trip or the trip, book the tip trip, right? So the, we do in the in a weekend. We get the pallet. We can be here ahead of time. We sort through it all. We list everything we want to sell. We take everything else to the dump, and then that's the end of it, right? Yeah. So or 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 we do it in the summer, and we just put a table out the front and have like a yard do you know sale. what? Not even a yard sale. Like yeah, I mean a yard sale means you make money, but um, I for a lot of what I was getting rid of from my house, and some of it was like pottery that I'd made that isn't particularly good. Um, but I put everything out on my front wall 
Yeah. And so free to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I do that with books. Whenever I need to clear up my books, I put a box out the front and just say, Yeah, exactly. Free. I didn't even put a sign or anything. I just put everything on the front wall mm. and come the end of the day, it's gone. Yeah. And granted, the road that I lived, I hadn't been, the road that I lived on was kind of like, it wasn't a pedestrian road, but a lot of pedestrians used it because it led to the park. Yeah. And so it had a lot of footfall yeah. on a weekend. So it was great for getting rid of stuff. Yeah. No, we can totally do that. I mean, there will be some stuff that's broken. And yeah. That's why and that we has need to go to the Yeah. Right. So this is what I wanted to do and I couldn't do it. I mean, I bidded and bidded and bidded in the end because you didn't want to know what we were doing. I didn't want to be like, hey, I've how do you feel about spending? Yeah, exactly. I need more money, please. The podcast account is running low. So I was like, okay, well, I need to find a middle ground. So then I was like... This led me on a quest um, to find other things. And then I found there's a company in London where you can buy other people's suitcases. What? Yeah. So essentially people that have left their suitcases at the airport or lost or suitcases that got lost in transit. That makes me a bit sad, but yeah. Or got lost in transit. And they auction them off. There is an auction house that auctions off suitcases. I'm sorry, excuse my language, but also, on the one hand, that's so horrific to know for anyone that's lost a suitcase that, like, actually has personal items. And to think that somebody's, like, paid at an auction to have your suitcase. On the other hand, also a bit creepy that somebody's paid to have your personal item. Because that you don't know if it's, like, going to a holiday or coming back. And it might have, like... Dirty um, laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be your issue with it. Apparently, the airports also auction these off, but I couldn't find an airport auction, but I did find a place in London that sells them. So, um, And how much do they sell them for? Some of them are £10. But I, again, <laughs> found lots of people reviewing this, and they have done really well because they've opened it up and they found, like, Moncler oh, clothing or... There's bits and pieces, but a lot of it's like, you know, high-end... Is it Moncler? The Yeah, it's Swiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, I don't know how you pronounce it, because I don't know the brand that well, but it is a Swiss brand. So one of them, one person found three jackets in there. Oh, bloody hell. Um, and they they made them for 150 quid each. So they made, so, you know... Yeah, you made... Well, that's it. I'm sure there's on the case, stuff. But exactly. you can pick the if brand If anybody case. found my case, there'd be nothing of value and would no doubt have clothes that have holes in them. But you can definitely, like pick the case that you like the look of so if someone's right. got like so a Calvin Klein case, case I saw a Calvin Klein which is why I'm thinking it like perhaps that suitcase runs at like £120 whereas my shitty marketplace you know suitcase or whatever yeah. you can maybe oh, you could actually just yeah sell the case itself the as well yeah. which yeah. actually they're not cheap even no. if you're buying a cheap one exactly. they're not cheap so um, there's that whole there's that whole thing uh-huh. and then I found out that better to buy them from the airlines because what the auction houses do is they open the cases and remove electronics from them oh, and you so might have that they can um, sell them separately whereas the airport don't but at the same time I get a bit like I feel a bit dodgy about this because the only reason I can think for leaving a suitcase at an airport so not losing it but leaving it is because you've smuggled drugs into the country and when you go to collect the case you bottle it and you go through customs about your case right that's the only reason I can think that okay, you leave your case on the conveyor belt. Right, but if they're if they're auctioning the cases, presumably it's been through dog sniffer from the outside. You'd hope so, yeah. But yeah. what if you open a case and there's like fucking a shitload of drugs in them? Yeah. Well you explain to the police what's happened and you hand them over, or you get rid of the drugs full stop. Like you just do a toilet flushy job. Doesn't no? that like just creep you out a bit though? 
Like, why? Well, you know when you see a case on a carousel... That keeps going round and round and round. Mm -hmm. I've never actually thought about it at the time of seeing it. My theory always is, like, what the fuck? Because you've got off the plane... No, I wonder... You know how... No, 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 none of that. Like, when you've lost a suitcase... Yeah. It's because they've accidentally put it on a wrong plane to the wrong destination. Uh, and that's okay, what the case okay. is doing. It's therefore the wrong at oh, the wrong it's destination. Little, it's going oh, amazing. Around. Makes sense. I've had a couple of times. I've never thought that actually it's, but actually that's a bit creepy. That's what yeah. I always think. Always think when I see a suitcase going round and round and round, I think you've bottled it. Like that is probably. Oh no, I'm like fucking airlines put the wrong case uh, on this conveyor belt, and the poor fucker. I don't know what that says case. about us as people. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I, yeah. <laughs> I had, Which actually, if we know each other as people, yeah. it should be the other way around. Probably, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. I it's really odd because I had a couple I've had a couple of times I've been on trips where I've gone to get my case and they've been a sign which has said um they've they've got a suitcase that they put out with a whiteboard on it and it says um your case did not make the plane and it's just got your name and it's like oh i've never seen that how yeah. sad and you've Delta, had that. klm and air france i mean this is not i don't want to bash them but i used to visit my brother in chicago on the reg and i wasn't earning a lot of money when he first moved out there in fact i was earning next to nothing um and the only way i could really afford to go and see him was because every time i booked a flight KLM, Air France, or Delta, the three of them who are all like in conjunction with each other, they overbooked every fucking flight. So I used to go to the desk when I arrived and said, do you need anyone to stand down with this flight? And they would be like, yes, we do. And then I'd stand down and they'd give me a voucher for $500 and then I'd be able to get on the next flight and obviously then book my next flight to see my brother with $500 and then oh, that flight would stand fine. down. But so how, how when you stand down, how often are you, like how long are you waiting for the next flight? Sometimes two hours, sometimes four, once once I did it overnight, but they'll put you in a hotel. If you, oh. Yeah, but you have to be not in a rush to get to where you're going. And well, no, if you're, if you know that you're going to get on a flight within the next 12 hours, yeah. actually that's fine. Yeah. For some people it isn't though, is it? Because no, like, no, it's true. their holiday and yeah. they've got kids and whatever but i'm like i'm totally cool with it because it just for at the time i probably wouldn't do it now with a babe and everything but it just paid for my but also you know like when you work in the travel industry you know these little things like i've never heard of that i would never know that actually sometimes actually that would have been useful for me yeah right back along all the day yeah like i've taken a lot of flights where i don't really care if i get there two hours later yeah so it can be okay, mind you they don't probably overbook all the flights if you know reputationally that the, that set of companies they were do. just awful i mean actually to be honest with you airlines typically overbook Always all well. their flights by 10 percent. Right. yeah because they have no shows because of like cats people just not turning up yeah. on the day um i mean i've booked flights that i haven't turned up for low cost yeah low cost and you just think, oh, I've maybe done it once. Yeah. I don't think I've done it that often. I used to. When Ryanair used to do their one pound, yeah, five pound fares. I never bloody got. Did you not? Yeah, no. I just book them all the time. I just book them. I like, don't know. I felt like it was such a, a scam because I'd be like, yeah, I can see your advert for a one pound flight, but I've never in my life found a one pound flight. Oh, there's a really good fare finder that you can use, which finds them for you. Yeah. Do those flights even still exist anymore? Oh, sometimes when they have sales, they happen for... I found flights the other day to Romania for seven quid with Wiz. Oh, really? Yeah. So it does happen. Well, give me give me the deets, slates. The deets, yeah. What's up, the deets? We should do that. Yeah, we should, actually. We should try and book the cheapest foreign Just whatever. Trip. We'll book a weekend. Both of us know that we can make a weekend, yeah. as long as Ellie doesn't mind 
looking after Bob. Yeah. And um, and just say, actually, I don't know if you do it like the night before and just say, yeah, I don't know how soon within the... whenever you advance. Yeah. Oh, you can do it in advance? Yeah, yeah. But we should book, um, we should have a budget, we should have a really set budget. And we should try and get... We'll, we'll talk about this later. Sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll come back to you when we've got a fully-fledged idea. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, okay. So people. So anyway, going back to auctioning off suitcases. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, I was just, no, it was just because... Because oh, of that, so- quite often my bags would not get there. So quite often my name would be on the carousel, but almost always the bags turned up. Always, like, I was like, oh, fucking hell, I've got to go and tell someone that my bag isn't here. And they'd be like, oh, that's my bag. Because it was oh, always like, interesting. it may not make the flight. So it was like, yeah. yeah. So I've, I've, only, I've only had it, I think, once or twice where my suitcase, it's always long distance, of course. I don't know why. It's never been a short distance flight where it's it's not made it. And I've had to wait like two days for the suitcase because it's flown somewhere else and they've got to get it back to London and then back to the actual destination I'm in or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's only happened probably twice in my history of flying. I the worst thing that's happened to me with a suitcase is I had to stop someone. They're walking off in my suitcase. But the <gasps> thing interesting. is, I always feel like I might be that person. I've the amount of times I've taken somebody else's bag off the conveyor belt yeah. and I've had to check for the wait a minute has it got my name details yeah, yeah, on yeah. it and then put it back. Well, they've come after me, but I've. I'm always the person that's like okay. taking it off, but I've never walked away. So I've got, uh, I used to have a bright yellow suitcase. It was like a trip one. And I wrote my dad's address on the back of the suitcase because that was the only way that I could, everyone that bought no that suitcase. Because I think it was bright yellow, no one wanted it. Trip suitcases, hard body are pretty good. They're pretty yeah. resilient. I think and they were like has 60 it. quid or something. So I was like, oh, okay, brilliant. So I wrote this address on it. And one, this guy was walking off. I was like, I'm really sorry, it's my case. He was like, no, it's my case. And I was like, really, is that your address? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, but I... Also, just... when you put the address... Yeah. Again, stupid me, or maybe not. Do you put, like, your name, the address, blah, blah, blah? Just the address. Mm-hmm. I wish makes sense. Yeah. For some reason, I always used to put on my, like, luggage tags, full name, address, phone number. Like, that's obviously so, giving people all of my personal details and where I live. I think people get really freaked out as well because if you're, like, they're like, oh, if you put your address in your suitcase, then they know you're not at home. And I'm like, well, I don't even live at this address. Like, it's just, for me, it's like, it was my dad's address. Like, he's probably there. Like, yeah. when I wrote it on the suitcase. But, like, now it's ju- it's like, it was just so I could recognise it, right? I did yeah. it in Sharpie. I've just replaced all my luggage. Me and Emily just bought a whole new set of like, but it's all black. And when we were, when I was at the at the airport recently, I was like, oh, fuck, I've got a black case. Every Everyone fucking case is black. And I was, I must have like, I was so paranoid. When I looked at the tag, you know, it used to have your name on it. There's yeah. no name on the tag anymore. And it's like a data thing. They've changed oh, interesting. it. So I couldn't even validate. So I had to open the top of the suitcase to and look and look. see I'm like oh my god yeah that's my flip flop that's fine and I was good so yeah I need to buy one of those luggage straps which jokingly we made for our uh, my in-laws we made them their strap straps oh, really? so, yeah but they're like their surname is Taylor so we made them like Taylor on tour straps to oh. go on their they don't use them but I'm going to get us some like yeah, baby yeah. Taylor on tour so we can put them around because um, you need them in life yeah or you buy you know that like the actual leather thing that has a little paper pull out that you write your address on and put it back in and they do neon leopard straps so that'd be kind of cool yeah they do all kinds of yeah yeah yeah. maybe i'd do try not 
get a little bit of marketing out there. Yeah, yeah, why on not? Carousel, exactly. just leave the case there forever. Um, yeah, so that was the other thing. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then the next film, I was like, okay, better still, storage units. So you obviously must have seen like Storage Wars or... Storage Wars? Wars, the TV programme where people buy storage no. units. Okay. You say obviously, just it's like always a... remember that with me, nothing is obviously. So there is a, there are a couple of TV programmes about people who, their jobs, um, they run stores, like secondhand stores or whatever, and they um, they buy storage units. You know what a storage unit is? Yeah, yeah, Like, we've got, my family's got a storage unit because they don't live in the UK, so, like, our Perfect. stuff's in a storage unit. So... If your family stopped paying for that storage unit, right? After a certain amount of time, and they the told storage you, company they own the unit, right? So what they do to try and recover the cost of the payments that you haven't made as a family, because that's all they're interested in, they auction off the storage unit. Presumably, it's also to vacate it so they can then yeah. sell it to someone because else. Because they'll open the door, you're stood outside of it. You can't go in it. You can look in it. So if it's just boxes, you can just see boxes. They'll bid it. They'll have an auction. So they bid, 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 bid. Whoever gets it has 24 hours to clear it out completely, and they can do whatever they want with the contents. If they find something that is illegal, like a gun or like drugs or whatever, you have, to, <laughs> you have to report to the police. But other than that, whatever's in there is yours. So gold bullion, it's yours. Like a safe that you get to crack, it's yours. Well, oh, what happens? Yeah, with a safe, how do you crack that? You get a safe cracker. Oh, right, okay. But this is what the program... <laughs> this is the program, right? Okay. So the program's great because sometimes they find really, really valuable stuff in there. So maybe the person who owns the storage unit is dead. Maybe yeah. there's a boat in there or a car sometimes, you know? Wow. Um, how big a storage unit? Like, I've not been to my family one. I have no idea what's in it, how big it is. We've got one that is about a quarter of the size of this room so it doesn't really happen when i think it's like i think it's like a 20 i want to say it's 25 meters squared that sounds huge but anyway you you do they do it in square meters or square right, okay yeah, yeah we've got one and if someone got ours like yeah they definitely cover the cost of it because there is valuable stuff in there but there's also like a load of shit like sentimental stuff yeah i mean i couldn't tell you what my brother could tell because he's he loaded it up but it's probably just furniture that at the time of my parents moving away from England they thought they'd want at one point but that's like 10 years ago and they probably couldn't give two shits about it now but you know what people who owned um like some people would buy that because in a second hand store or an antique store some of them are you know you might have a nest of tables that I mean like... actually yeah it will if it's my parents it's all good quality exactly. stuff and there would be some kind of antique furniture stuff I'm yeah. sure if they didn't get rid of it already so that kind of that that's exactly yeah. the sort of stuff people would love that union probably. Yeah. Some of them are all boxes, right? But you can now buy them on eBay. So again, The storage units or the boxes? The storage unit. The whole unit. And you're buying it from the storage unit company. So you've got... Oh, they're all over the place, but you've got to... We'd have to agree, right, we will go to... Can we go to Dorking next Friday because we've got one day to clear it out? Again, van, tip, sort it out and, and, and go through it so i was like okay well let's do a storage unit and then i was like well actually you know what you've just moved house we're only here for the weekend that's a lot of work we're gonna have to go somewhere we've got the car i was like that's too much as well and then i was like oh my god what if we just buy a safe like a safe that we don't know if it's empty or if it's got stuff in it but we get a safe and we then we i mean the way your mind works blows my mind really yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean just the connections of how this all started with 
I'm just going to like get an Amazon palette. That was how it started. So yeah, exactly. So the safe, what are we doing with the safe? So the safe, I was like, right, if I can find a safe for sale that someone's got, um, that they've found, that they found in a, in a, in a storage or whatever, container or whatever. Um, maybe I could buy a safe and we could uh, pay for a, pay safe, for a cracker. safe cracker or work out how to crack it ourselves. I mean, I mean we're never going to crack a safe well, based on based on our experiences of escape rooms. Yeah, maybe we're never going to crack a safe. Yeah, that is that is probably true. Um, so that was my plan anyway. So I was like, oh, we could do that. Anyway, it went on and on and on, and I, like I said, I was following a couple of. Um, storage units for sale in London that would have been easy and accessible. Some of them only had like six boxes in. So I was like, well, that would be all right. We could probably do that. Then I was like, yeah, it's not really fun, is it? Then I was like trying to buy a pa- return pallet and I was like, oh God, like this is really expensive. And I got up to like 180 pounds. I was like, you really need to like rein it in, like <laughs> just stop. And then I was like, okay, God, I'm really depressed. This isn't going to happen. And then I found this. So this is like the lesser cousin of all the other things that we've talked about. And yeah. I want us to do, maybe not the same. No, but, but I, the storage unit, unit yeah. I want us to do, and I want us to do an Amazon return palette. Because I think it'll be really, really fun. I just think we need to rope in a few more people to help us, like with the storage unit and with the Amazon return palette. Just from a, a driving van perspective. Driving van and and moving stuff about because I'm happy wherever yeah. we do it, whether it's here, whether it's at your house, we've got to have an exit strategy, right? Because we've got we can't have stuff a life in storage full- either of exactly. our house. Well, I definitely can't, it's a one bed. Um you've got baby and everything. Like, yeah, I agree. Um having just moved and literally last weekend done the like, the fourth dump run, um, I can't do dump runs for like six months, yeah. but a hundred percent, I don't care what he says. We are roping my boyfriend into doing Excellent. this. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to ever go to a dump. I Does don't he blame listen him. to the podcast? No, he doesn't. I was fine. And to be honest, if we do it here, so this is in bed. I feel bad. He does listen to some. Okay. He does listen to some. Um, but uh, our he tip is amazing here. Also, well, we know our tip inside out. Okay. They know us. In fact, when I went last weekend, they were like, you literally come more than we do. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, it's the last one, I promise. Um, my boyfriend can drive the an actual, like, hire van to mm. do the tip run because it's not fun doing it in a car that you're loading up because we did that a few times so it is a lot higher to do it a lot easier sorry to do it with a hire van and ellie can too i mean she, oh, okay um we hired a van for our wedding we drove a oh did down. you yeah yeah because we had so much stuff that. we bought we had all our signage with benches we had like all kinds of crap that we had to get down to kent so we we hired a van for that okay cool, so cool, she cool. can drive a van and our tip is five minutes away okay and it's you book a slot yeah so yeah that's just what drive in and you can although go. no actually so you book a slot if you're going with a car but if you're going with the van you have to book it in but you can go at any point on that day oh right okay before it closes the obviously. slot is good though because it means there's never a queue and everything is wide open you just you're driving in and you've got the whole tip with with the other cars that are booked in at the same time there's hardly any car like maybe they book six cars for a slot or something right, right, yeah. so no, no one's there which and we go to the tip a lot is it open air your tip Oh, that makes a difference because ours is like indoors. Oh. And so, especially in summer. Oh. Yeah. So, like, we've always gone first thing in the morning at like, I think we get the, the first slot, which is at 9 a.m., because you don't want to be going on a sunny day at 3 p.m. Oh, God. Our tip doesn't smell even if you did. Oh, like. God. Because no, this it's one is everything. like. Wah. So, it's like timber, it's like yeah, yeah. the glass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Doesn't smell. I know it doesn't smell at all. And we've been a lot because, as saying, we emptied our storage unit, we moved. 
We, or oh, you've redone the whole house. We've redone the whole house. And we, like, before the baby, were, like, clearing shit out. And we were like, right, let's get rid of it. Um, and our recycling, like, Worthing, don't listen, Worthing Council obviously don't listen to our podcast. But if they did listen to our podcast, I have asked them for an additional bin because we've got two recycling bins which we fill up. We've only got one black bin outside, which is quite small. And we only get it collected every other week. What? Yeah. So, is that to encourage you to recycle but more? But we do recycle, and that's what pisses me off. It's like so. Even the recycling is only collected every other week, two weeks. Yeah, it's alternate. So it's like one week is one recycling, is the... one week is rubbish. Oh, so we fill our two recycling bins, yeah, religiously, and everything that we can recycle, we recycle to the point where Ellie will separate like the plastic edge from something and the container if one is recycled oh, well, yeah, she's yeah. like properly vigilant about yeah, it yeah. and I quite often chuck stuff in the bin and she's like oh that's recyclable yeah I'm the same it. exactly so yeah, yeah. it pisses yes, me off yeah she's properly like and should always try and buy things that are recyclable but I we've asked them for a bigger bin and they're like no you can't have one to unless you're a family of four we're like but we're filling we've got a problem because we recycle everything that well, we Well, so technically you're a family of five. How do they know whether you're three or four, five? I guess we're registering council tax and such. Do you, yeah, but you don't register um, little bub. No, he doesn't count. But this is what I said. Oh, I was like, we've count. got two cats and we've got um, a baby. So, you know, we've got nappy waste, we've got cat litter, and they just reply back, you're, um, we have not approved this cat litter. You're not allowed to put cat litter in your, um, in your council waste. You're not allowed to put cat, pet waste in your council waste. What Where are you it? supposed to put that? No fucking clue. No idea. Sorry, that's ridiculous. All councils, though. I googled it. So actually, what? yeah, it's a really weird thing. So anyone is listening from any council, and like, please, please advise just, like, where you're supposed to put your cat litter. What, why can't you not give me a bigger bin? I even said there I'll are pay some for cat it. litters which are flushable. I know, I did think about switching to this, genuinely, because of this problem. I also found a company which I can pay privately to collect a bin every other week so that we can have another bin out in front of our house, but we don't have to stress out about the fact that we're bin day is only of a week and we've got a bin line that we can't get rid of. Because I want to put a food bin liner in the car and take it to the tip. No, 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 you don't want to do that every week. Um, and also, you don't want to keep the food bin liner in the house and not outdoors. And you don't want to keep bad, the right? four food bin liner outdoors but outside of the bin because then the you've got the foxes and the seagulls. Yeah. So that's what I said to the council. I was like, what you're telling me is ridiculous because if I put, I'm not leaving this in my house because it's a bin of rubbish. If I put it outside, then for, I've got to buy a bin to keep it in. And I've always got to have an additional bin bag on the go. It's just ridiculous. Just give me a bigger bin. Like, and I was like, Yeah, because your bins are very skinny. I've never seen them skinny like that. Yeah. And we live in flats, each have a bin. There's one person. Oh, wow. And it's like, give me the us bigger size bin, right? And I will still fill my recycling. I won't fill my bigger size bin. It doesn't make any fucking difference to you, Council, yeah. at all. I said I'll pay for it. I said I would pay, like, I'd pay for the bin. I'd pay, they won't do it. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. It's like, <laughs> it really fucked me off. I was really angry about it. And now I'm over it because, you know, life is too short to be worried about bins. But So from bins to, so how have we ended up with these DHL? How many have we got? How did you find them? So we, uh, I ordered 10. 
Okay. What happened was... Um, so you couldn't buy the Amazon one because it on eBay because it was like 400 odd. So I found this man who sells DHL parcels. You don't know what's in them. You just order... You can buy five pieces. It was five pieces for £50. Okay. I bought two sets of five. So okay. I want us to have ten. They didn't arrive. So I messaged him and said, like, I'm really sorry. They haven't arrived. Like, I'm a bit worried about this. And he was like, okay, really sorry. I'm going to resend them with a courier because I didn't um, send them recorded. I'll send you some extras because obviously I've, I fucked up. And um, yeah, have a good time. So I was like, thanks. <laughs> like, I didn't tell him what we're doing it for. So I think there might be 11 or might even be 12 in there. I haven't really looked Oh, at so them. you never got the original 10? No, they've never turned out. Oh, got... what a shame. But how fucking... This is irony, right? They are... <laughs> Unreturned parcels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're just out in the ether somewhere. Although if he sent them with Royal Mail or whoever... Royal Mail. Um, how long ago was this? Um, they should have arrived on the 16th. Today is the... I don't know what today's day is. Uh, the twenty second or something. Yeah, twenty second. Um, they could still arrive because I use an app to sell clothes, and I sent. Is something. it called Vintage? It is called Vintage. I can love Vintage. So I've I've I'm not made so much money, but I've done two lots of selling stuff on Vintage, and the first time I made about three hundred and fifty quid, and this time I've made about two hundred. Oh. So it's been great for the house move because it's kind of like paid for the end of tenancy cleaner and that kind of stuff. But anyway. I'd sold something on vintage. I put it in Royal Mail, like second class, untracked, whatever, because that's if you're not doing it through the Hermes label they give you, you do it second class Royal Mail. And um, and the poor guy messaged me like, I don't know, five days later being like, just to let you know this hasn't arrived. And obviously you don't get the money and you've lost the items. So that's mm. a bit of a faff. Anyway, literally on Friday or on Saturday morning, I got the notification that he'd finally got it through Royal Mail. So that was at least a two-week delay. Wow. So it could still happen, but I don't, I don't even know if he sent them. I'll be honest. Maybe right, okay, maybe I mean. he forgot and then was like, oh, oh they might not have arrived. Let me yeah. do them as courier. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, always that possibility. Um, we use Vinted a lot for ba- the baby ship, like baby oh, clothes. Clever. We haven't yeah, sold yeah. anything on it, but we've bought a few bits and pieces. Like really cute, like... And that's amazing. She can buy like, new with tag stuff for like next to nothing. I mean, yeah, I've sold new with tag stuff for like four quid, yeah. ten quid. It's amazing. I've got some, anyone wants a pair of new unworn with tags in their box, size six silver Adidas trainers, then uh, check out my vintage store. I can't remember what it, the cool. handle is. But... Well, I'll add it into the um, episode links for this. If I've not sold it by then, but yes, yeah. please, great. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll add it anyway, because maybe people just want to check out your vintage store My vintage store, I, we actually, I got so impatient because I was doing it to not have to take stuff in my house move. Mm. So in my dump run last weekend, the like 35 odd items I was selling, I was like, fuck this and took it to the clothes recycling. Okay. I, I just, I was like, I don't oh, want to yeah. take them with me and yeah. still be trying to sell them. I'm, yeah. I'm done with having them. Yeah. So and that was annoying because there were things with tags and stuff like that, but they've gone to the clothes recycling. So hopefully, well, you know that the clothes recycling seems like a really really good idea. Does it? Can you tell me the truth behind this? Because I've historically always recycled at a 
like a, a charity store. Mm-hmm. I've taken my clothes to a charity shop. And this I time would... I took them to the clothes recycling. I would continue to take them to a charity shop because it helps the cause. Because Agreed, I know because people for a will fact... then pay for whatever and then that money goes to the cause. But what do, what happens with the clothes recycling clothes? The clothes recycling bins, some of them, get sold en masse. And I know for a fact that in Romania, um, we go to this market where they have bought the step they bought the bins of clothes so they they're not given to the needy which is what i assume to happen they sell off the entire bin for a hundred pounds yeah. whatever and so it's hundred pound in their pocket but it's probably worth a lot more than that yeah and then these people in romania where i've been then sell the pieces off individually so they're making the profit on the clothes right okay which means you can buy like at this market i bought ellie a super dry jumper for like 50p right um and you know i bought a few bits pieces for myself which is like really crazy colors and out there bits and bobs for like again like three layers so like yeah like 50p but so they do it in the same sort of style of like we've got a clothes bin for sale so it's yeah. a bit like a storage unit for yeah. sale so it's like interesting well, yeah and then you know one day i was out there and there was all of these fleeces and they were like in this kind of like they were in colours that were really recognisable to me. I didn't know why. There was hundreds of them. And I went over there and they were basically Waitrose. Um, they had Waitrose, they had Tesco's, they had another supermarket chain. And they were there branded. So yeah, it was like yeah. a Waitrose maroon with the orange writing on it. And That's Sainsbury's. But... It was Sainsbury's, yeah. And then there were just hundreds of them. They were just all over the table oh, and everyone funny. was buying them. Because oh. for them, they have got no fucking clue what no, Sainsbury's And also, is. it's a fleece and probably good quite quality, good quality. Yeah. Fleeces. Again, for, you know, 50p. Oh, so they, again, must have ended up in some sort of recycling bin over here that's then been shipped yeah. and sold. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I since so then, so look. Normally, I would take them to a charity store, yeah. but again, we were just like, oh my but god! Again, and does it matter it... if if that recycling bit the company? So I think like sometimes Mind have them, for example. Yeah. If Mind sell off all that stuff and they get a hundred pounds and that helps somebody, then fine, you're great, still exactly. No, 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 this was the yeah, so. no, this was the um the clothes recycling bin at the dump. Yeah. You know, they've got like the wood, the glass, the yeah. whatever. They've they got like sell that. And shoes. They'll sell that. They'll right. sell all that, I'm sure. Oh, that's um, a shame. There's some really good quality stuff went through. But yeah. anyway, we needed to get rid of it. And uh, both of us, not just me. Um, but okay, noted. Next time I'll take it to char- charity shops. So we've got these packages. Sorry, no yes, we've been rambling on. I know. I'll, there'll, be, there'll be a lot in the edit. There is... There, we don't know what's in them. Nope. No idea at all. It could be absolutely shit. It could all be going in the bin. Um, we're going to open them. And we will see how we get on and then we can talk about the experience of doing it um a little bit and how it how it went down and how it makes you feel about perhaps doing any of the other things that we've discussed yeah definitely i'm excited okay well are you ready i am yeah yeah all right press pause and um rip these packages open see you on the other side see you on the other side we know you're already following us on Instagram and Facebook. And for those of you that aren't, it's at Try Not The Pod. What we'd like to bring your attention to is our Patreon. Please do follow us on patreon.com forward slash try not the pod so we've got lots of different tiers over there starting from just two pounds a month and there's all kinds of different benefits that you can get from joining our patreon so you can get our episodes early with loads of additional content and for some of our episodes that you've already heard there's a lot more information so if you listened and liked our taxidermy episode for example 
all the photographs are on our Patreon account. Don't forget to also rate us on whichever platform it is that you listen to us on. One of the biggest ways that you can help us is to rate us. Now, I know that lots of people, when I listen to podcasts, ask me to do this all the time and I completely ignore them. But rating us and reviewing us is really helpful. It means that we can get on some what to listen to next lists, which will really help us grow our podcast. If you've really enjoyed any of our episodes... Don't you want other people to enjoy them too? Please tell your friends and your family. Obviously not your family who are sensitive to foul language because that will probably upset them and we don't really want to be upsetting anyone. But anyone who can handle the language, please tell them. We've got loads of exciting episodes coming up um, and we can't wait to, to share them with you. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, this is probably the quickest turnaround ever, I think, between a part one and a part two of the podcast. Yeah, because it, all it took really is for us to press pause and turn around <laughs> and, and stuff and 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 go back at it so we're not going to do the the how are you because obviously this is a, a continuation of about a half an hour ago chat well i feel a little bit less happy than i did half an hour ago oh. i had high hopes for this i thought it was gonna be really fun okay i, I get what you're saying based on what we've opened and discovered hmm. but i think it was still a really fun activity yeah it's just that, so you have done more research into what the potentials are and potentially what we could have made out of what has arrived. Yeah. And what we've discovered is we've maybe paid more than what we're going to get back. Yeah. So that's probably your disappointment. I don't think I've got a disappointment either way because I've not seen the money go out of the account to buy them. And equally, I've not looked at what the potentials were that we could have then been able to be like, oh my God, look what we're selling on. I feel like it wasn't about the money necessarily. Like I hope we could now or close to. I actually don't really care about the money. But I just hope we'd get really interesting things. And yeah. actually there was like one thing that for in all... So we had 11 packages. There's one package which I think is interesting. And it probably ha- has no value at all. But yeah. it's the most interesting for me. That's what I wanted. I wanted 11 of those. Okay, that's um, fair. Yeah. And what we've ended up with is like, it kind of feels like, it feels like a liquidation sale items to me a little bit. What do you think? Of like a toy shop. So basically, out of the 11 packages we got, 11 minus 3, 8 of them are... 7 because 1... Oh yeah. So seven of them are toy or collectibles. Toys. I'd say toys or collectibles. Yeah. So um, do you want to run through what we've got? Yeah. We've got? So one that is not a toy collectible is a hat from the Triple X films. So it's a black hat that says "Global Domination" on the front. On the back, it has the Triple X logos and then says Return of Xander Cage, who I think is the Vin Diesel character. Um, that means nothing to so, me. So, yeah, and also, like, not that I wear caps often. And interestingly, we did need a cap uh, for one of our oh more God, recent... Clay pigeon shooting. Exactly. Where oh, we I needed specifically a cap. Needed a I had cap. to get you to bring me one. Exactly. From... And all the while, you had a cap sitting in a bag in your house. Oh, my God. But um, would... Would I wear this cap? Probably not. Would you wear this cap? Well, you don't wear caps anyway, so no. I don't know what it means. Um, I don't. I've never seen the film. No. That's, yeah. So, that's, so there, there was a cap. So anyway. there was a cap. Um, and then 
there was also a set of cards, like an adult card game on celebrity scandals. And it's basically on the one side of the card, you've got a quote from a scandalous moment of a celebrity. And on the back, it's obviously who the celebrity is and then a bit of context to the quote. So if you needed a, you know, like I read out one, which was, oh my God, I've just shaved my head. Who's that? And Leah obviously guessed right and that it's Britney Spears, but it then says Britney Spears. It says the time and date sort of thing and a bit of a story around it so yeah there's another card game as well which is like a disney top trumps version um so again like a, a kid's kind of toy um there is a selection of like these little tiny football players soccer stars they're called if they're the french national team there's three of those um and there is um a titans um like pack of two characters from the film alien they're like bobblehead kind of collectibles um and i think there's a stranger things one as well no yeah um so the stranger thing things one is some kind of collectibles collector's item because it's it's made just for the target stores in the us so we're a bit confused as to why that's in the uk and what it's doing and who ordered it or how it didn't get to the recipient it's meant to and that is, I think the character is 11. I've, I, from Stranger Things. And then there was a few items that were like slipped in with other items. There's a Spider-Man wallet. There's a, um, a, some stickers, some Star Wars stickers. And then there's this like sound machine with quotes from Silence of the Lambs. Um, we should probably play one of those because that's actually... Yeah, you just press a button. I don't find them particularly easy to like, I don't know that many quotes from Silence of the Lambs. So I, I feel like Ellie the... loves it, but the one on the bottom right is the. So this is so it's yeah, it's a little like a key ring with uh, the silence of the lambs in your pocket. Why so would it's just you like, want this? I don't know. A little like yeah, pocket microphone. But the thing. quote is like. So there are six quotes, and then here's one. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. It's really creepy. Um, so there's that, and then there is also some Simpsons uh, Lego Dimensions character, which is always explained to me. We've actually got Lego Dimensions for the PlayStation, and they're the little pieces that you put on the game board in order to um, be able to pop those characters onto the screen. So that's kind of it from the toy realm. I think I've got everything there. And then there are. Did you do that toy rat as well? Oh no! There's some sort of dancing, dance. It looks like the Hulk, but I'm not sure if it is the Hulk. It's just some green dance hero. Superhero dance hero. You can scan the front to see apparently like a um, a demo or something. Like if you're on the front of the box, it says. Oh, I see. Use a QR code to to scan this and, and and get a demo. You got a QR reader? Yeah. Okay. So Mia's on that now. So you see, it's just really weird. I mean, we put pictures up on Instagram. Or... Oh, it's in Chinese. So again, what's really interesting is we had a few things that are just Chinese. So I don't know if it just comes from, a lot of these have just come straight from China maybe and not ended up with the, anyway, so the QR scope can't scanner. Doesn't are, work because doesn't it's work. Chinese. Well, also, yeah, it comes up with some Chinese writing, just um, like a, 
a obviously this website doesn't work kind of I got you it's like an error message yeah um weird really mm. weird but anyway so the the three non-toy related things um do you want to go with the most interesting one your most interesting one Probably with the most interesting one last, I would say. Okay, fine. So the two the two next ones are electronics. So on the one hand that it sounds positive and quite exciting. One is a um like a, a Fitbit, a fitness tracker, and the other is a smartwatch. The problem is they're both unbranded. Um we think that they're new in that they've got that sort of plastic film over the screen. Well, actually, the smartwatch only has it over one of its two mini screens, but the, the fitness tracker has it over its one screen. Um, but they're unbranded, and the only thing within the packaging is instructions that are in English and Chinese. So we assume that they're some sort of cheap Chinese-made, non-branded items i mean they look pretty shonky i'm gonna use yeah. that word again which you hate yeah. um, somebody used it on the call the other day really somebody used it i i think on a tv series i was watching and i was like oh my god oh my god i forgot to text you sorry okay no it's fine but so i was really when they used it i was like oh my god have you got that from me or is are you using that independently of me and this is now validation that i'm not yeah it's to... validation because like i said I, I saw it on tv and i was like oh Where's that word? Shonky. So they feel shonky. Like when I pick up, I don't have an Apple Watch or anything like that, but I do have a Fitbit and Ellie has an Apple Watch. And when you pick up the Apple Watch, it just feels like it's quality. a quality product. This feels like a piece of shit. I mean, saying that, I, and I said this to me, like, I think uh, for a small kid, like. It's way too big for a kid. That is an um, an adult a man adult yeah but there's there's bigger there's um there's more holes like if i think about like a 10 year old or something that would fit a 10 year old i think that would be big on on me even and i've got i've got like relatively chunky bones right we're trying it on now because this is one of those situations where well like when we doubted the size of the flotation tank do you remember they told us how much salt was in it, and we were like, no, that's oh, yeah, not true. That's true. So if I put it on its most... Okay, so it's on its... It doesn't close on its tightest around my wrist, but it's I'm on the second to last hole, and the second to last hole, there's movement. I can't close it to the last hole, but that's... I Like I say, I've, I normally sit in the, like, the large ladies, medium man size wrist shape. Oh, okay. That's, that's not a child's... That's not a 10-year-old child's wrist. wrist. I think, like, a chunky 10-year-old child would be right with it. I mean, I don't know that you could even, like, change the strap because... Oh, yeah, because on a Fitbit, you can change the strap, for example. Yeah, but this is, like, in... Te- That's I mean, built, I, it yeah. looks, like, utter shit. I mean, the back is already kind of coming off where i've just so that's what i wonder if this was actually being returned somewhere are you putting the watch apart i'm putting the back off yeah to see what the insides look no like. but we might sell it on i'm not going to sell something that's utter shit i mean I, so that does it have a brand in there it has a battery I so it's got an actual parts, battery actually. people might want that for parts oh you take out the battery interesting yeah I mean, look, somebody might want that for the microchip board that's inside. Really? 
Yeah, there are people that use those things, I'm sure. Okay. I mean, likewise with the with so, the last item that we'll get onto. Yeah. So that's. I, I mean, it's interesting, but I feel like it's yeah, it's shit, and it feels it, it's shit, and it feels shit. But maybe somebody would want it to like pull apart, or or maybe somebody'd want it for five quid as a smartwatch if it works as a smartwatch. That's the other thing we don't know. We're trying to charge it. Yeah, we're gonna charge it up, and we'll see where we get to with it, and then we'll we'll see it. Like I yeah, the whole point, as you just pointed out, was if I could just chuck all the stuff on like the selling pages. You know, like the decent stuff that's boxed and and kids' toys and stuff. Even for a couple of quid, at least it's money that we just put back into the account, right? As opposed to just tipping it because I don't want it in my house. No, 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 no. You don't want any of it. That looks... I think Ellie wants the science of the lamb's key ring. Um, yeah, so the last items, and the only items I'm really actually excited about, sadly, are... You can do the honours. Two smashed up phones. Yeah, two smashed up. <laughs> and, and literally, like, okay, one of them might be smashed up in the sense of you. It might just be cosmetically the the screen is smashed up and you can replace the screen. The other one is a proper mash up, smashed up. The screen is coming off. I think one is an iPhone four, and one might be like an iPhone six or something. Or it looks 5. quite thin, so I don't know if it's actually. Yeah, and it hasn't got has it got the button or is it without the button? No, that's, yeah, this is still old school. Mind you, my iPhone X... Hasn't got the button. Oh, no, it has got the button. Yeah, so it's it must be a, what, a 7? No, look, it could be the new... This one I've got is like an X, an X something. No, yeah, maybe it's an iPhone 7, actually, you're right, yeah. Anyway, an iPhone 7 that has... Oh, I'm putting my phone's case back on the old broken one. Um, an iPhone 7 with a smashed-up screen... It looks like it's tried to go. So the, the interesting thing, I guess, about both of them is they've got stickers all over them from an auction house. So it looks like they've tried to go several times and didn't. What is the auction house? It's the Weller's up. Auctions. Weller's Auctions. Yeah, in Guildford. Oh, interesting. So both iPhones went... Uh, have old stickers that have come up like been ripped off them they've then both got new stickers with different lot numbers from may 2021 shall we see if we can find how much they went for yeah and then combined they came in a plastic bag combined with um a date of the 1st of july 2021 yeah so they obviously didn't go as separate items but they did go as two smashed up phones together so we're trying to work out like why might people want smashed up phones and that's where leo thought maybe for parts so to my point the watch even though we think it's shanky or whatever the word is shonky. Shonky. yeah but would you want a chinese shonky watch i mean no because i'm quite happy with my branded fitbit watch <laughs> And at least with iPhones, they're iPhones. So yeah. you take out that board and you put it in an iPhone 7, which has a burnt out whatever, and yeah, life is and good, right? So this is, I'm on the actual site um, of the day of the auction. What's the number, lot number of them? 
I feel, I just feel like this was more interesting. Like, if we'd have got a bag of these kind of auction items, it probably would have been more fun than had we got a bag of actual toys, which is just total bollocks that we did. Yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not even interesting toys. Really, like, yeah, specialist. Let me see if we can find that July date in there, and I'll search for the July one. Um, it's the really, July date was the first of July. Oh, was it? Lot number seven one zero one. No, they have not nothing for the. First of July is coming up at all. That's weird. Oh, look, first, first of, of July. July. Okay. No, and then, no. then it goes to June. How odd. So maybe they didn't even get sold in the auction. Right. And so they sold them somewhere else and then just bagged them up together. And Yeah. Interestingly, people do sell smashed iPhones for, like, quite a lot of money. Oh. So there's an iPhone 6S. With a it works but smashed front screen screen being sold as spares and repairs. There's forty four people watching it. And it's currently at fifty pounds. Oh wow! Okay. Well, if we can sell both of them, I mean, there's one here which is a like really smashed Apple iPhone four S, like totally fucked up, fourteen quid. So what I might do is just put them on, but at a really low starting price because we don't need them. Yeah. Right. So start them from like a fiver. For the both of them, and just see what happens. Let people bid on them, and then so how does the bidding work? Because I don't use eBay. Um, you put them on as um, although actually saying that someone's put free on here and they have they've started them from ninety nine p and they haven't gone at all. And there's only six hours left. Oh, so I guess it depends on the type of phone. We need to work out what it is. You put them on um, eBay. eBay. If you don't want to reserve, just. You just start it, but have a starting price, and you just let people bid on it. Oh, right, okay. So, and what's the reserve? Like, the minimum price at which you're happy to sell it at? Yeah, so if they bid, it'll just say you have not yet met the reserve. Right, okay. But we don't have to no, have no. a reserve. We can just ask get the stickers off it. I'll see if I can charge the one. What, what if we put it all, like, separately, but put them all on eBay? Because if they are collector's items... Which ones? The toys. Well, we should try and probably do a bit of research into, like... That Stranger Things one, yeah, just because um, it seems really weird. Stranger Things, what is it? Adorbs for the Z. Yeah, Stranger Dorbs, Stranger Things eleven. No, this one on eBay for two pound fifty. Oh right, okay. So I don't. Think... So we really did get a bag of shit. I'm pretty sure we got a bag of shit. Yeah, yeah. So on that basis, you know how we were talking earlier about like, oh, what if we got a suitcase and what if we got a storage unit and all that? Like this makes me less excited. Oh, God, no, me totally not at all. Because I, the problem with this is, and I said this to Ellie as well, I imagined in my head that these would come in their original packaging with redacted stuff. Right. So that I know genuinely... That that, they were undelivered. Yes. Because my concern with this is, although the internet does seem to support this is how they would arrive, I could now repackage these in envelopes. Yeah. Yeah? And do the same thing. Exactly. And I could say that they were undelivered parcels. Why don't we? Because I don't want somebody else to experience the disappointment (laughs) that we've got. (laughs) so yeah but genuinely that's like i i think that's the case like this could be an absolute scam if you're buying a storage locker you know full well like you 
you're they're gonna cut the lock on the storage locker in front of you right and you i mean they could have of course cut the lock and put another part yeah they could have uh, granted i understand that um the same with suitcases we don't know if they've opened it and taken out the valuables yeah but like yeah there has if i was buying it from the airport i would trust them more than if i was buying it from an auction house and that's what i found online this a storage unit thing it really does appeal to me because i genuinely think it would be fun to go and just be like, we have no fucking clue. And I'm going to wear gloves and probably like some sort of like mask. Face mask, yeah. yeah. And the same if we did a suitcase. Like I said to Ellie, if we bought a suitcase from one of these, um, from the airport or what from the auction house. if it came with a house, snake in it or like some kind of tropical animal or... Well, I, I said we're probably best opening the suitcase in the, in garden, the garden and taking out all the items and picking them out and then anything that we don't want. Like if we look at something... If you pull something out, it's a pair of like Versace jeans or something. You might want to say, right, we'll wash them and put them on eBay, you know, to get the money back for the suitcase. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily wash them wouldn't because, you? I mean, surely if you're buying something on eBay before you wear it, you'd put it in the wash. I think out of respect, if you were selling, you should wash it. I mean, all my stuff that I've sold that's mine is freshly washed. Yeah, I think we'd have to wash it. I would not be comfortable. Like, I, I would want to do that, at least that. Like, if I'm going to package something and send it to someone, I'm going to wash it and draw and I'm going to launder. Like, that, you can, guaranteed, it's going to be laundered. So we could, like, but anything we were, like, pulled down, we're like, okay, we're not going to resell this, yeah? I would put it straight into a bin liner or into a bag. If it wasn't dirty, like, as in it wasn't feral, yeah. I'd put it into a bag, we'd wash it, and we'd take it all to charity, washed again. But anything that we could bin, I'd say we bin straight away. Like underwear's going in the bin, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you don't even bring underwear to charity. Yeah. No, all of that can just go. Yeah. And the same with like any open toiletries or like things that you just don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on with. You're just putting that straight in the bin with your latex gloved hand um, so you don't get like amphraxed or whatever. I, for me, it really appeals. This, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed because I've had this bag in my house for some time. When I looked at the parcels, I was sceptical. I was like, because the way that they're packaged to me, I just don't, I'm not sure I believe that these are from DHL. Because why would DHL like alternate between brown paper and plastic bags, first of all? If if oh, yeah. if genuinely this is DHL, like ripping open stuff, chucking away all the personal data, and then just, they put everything surely in a, one type of bag and they just do you know what and if you've got a printer at home that prints sticky labels yeah you can print these you can get all this logo stuff very easily you can create a um an adobe whatever because well, yeah they have dhl sticky labels on them but I, like i said to ellie maybe the guy just bought a roll of dhl sticky labels like yeah. there's something about it that doesn't ring true a few years ago apparently royal mail did the same thing but they didn't redact any of the information. They right. were like absolutely fucked in the press for it because people were buying returns, but they ended up with like everyone's personal information, their invoicing, and you know, sometimes yeah. you get and sometimes that in that stuff you've got, yeah, yeah, credit card details, details or and yeah. something like that. So I kind of get why you would need to remove it all, but I'm just not sure. Like this is really, if I look at this collection of things. I'm not thinking this is just a random selection of stuff that people try to pose. There's too much samey. Like, there's three different, four, four different packages with figurines in it. Yeah. It's weird. And why have we got um, unbranded Chinese electronics? Yeah. Again, really weird. Like, 
we can't even find these brands on like a Google search. There's not because there's nothing to define them. It just says like smartwatch. Smartwatch. I mean, it's like that is pretty mental. Um, and then you've got the really random addition of the two iPhones, smashed iPhones from an auction house in Guildford, which doesn't feel like it fits with the rest of it at all. So it's just yeah. This doesn't put me off doing the other thing. It puts me off buying from this particular seller on eBay. Yeah, have you left a review? Not yet, because we've just opened it. Are you going to leave a review? I'm going to message him and just say, look, thanks so much for resending, because as I said to you before, he claimed that the first one didn't arrive. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to understand from you, if you wouldn't mind, just how, how you, you got acquired your... this, because yeah, to me, these are not random returns. You know, they are quite clearly all from a very similar place and I find it quite unlikely that, you know, this is the case. And absolutely, although your reviews... I won't review him badly because it's a gamble, right? It's a gamble you have to be willing to take, but every other review that's on there says worth much more than the value of the spend. Yeah. Now, that's possibly... Possibly, if we'd have bought five and we'd have got... Like certain items, we could have made back the money, but I'm not entirely sure that we'll. Well, we definitely won't make. Well, money we won't back, make. No, no, no. At a push, we'll make twenty quid. No, I haven't made more than that. How? Because I feel like there are certain things. That, so the there um, are eleven items. One is a cap. We're making fuck all on that cap. <laughs> the cap is no, no. Okay, okay, one is a brand new Spider-Man wallet that has a tag on it. You might make three quid on vintage. One I'm really is lucky to get a quid for that. I think you might get a five quid for the um, the figurines, the aliens things. If people want them, those little footballers are, are five quid each. So oh, can... really? Yeah. Oh, in real life, they're five quid each. Yeah. So we put yeah. a fiver on the three of them. The little card game might get a couple of quid for the scandal thing. A couple of quid for that's twenty quid right there. And then you've still got the Lego Dimensions. That's got to be a tenner because it's about they're about eighteen quid. I think if you've got two. Okay. Um, and then like the phones I think the phones I reckon we might get a couple of quid for the phones I'm going to try and work out how to charge them and see if they take a charge because if they're working that's more money yeah Um, and just see what happens like do you know what if they're working actually even just taking them to the iPhone store they give you money do they? yeah if it does spark like if it's dead then they won't no no fair enough Um, but there's no reason why that shouldn't charge yeah. Smash one. In fact, there's no reason why either of them shouldn't charge. So I'll give them a good. I'll give them a good go. I've got a, here. I've got a um. What do you call it? A charger. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you since we've been talking, I've had this watch charging. Like it is a pile of absolute shit, isn't it? Yeah, because it's not even like turning, it's showing that it's showing it's charging, the charge bar, and it's like charging. I'm charging. I'm charging. And then I mean, unless it's been dead for ages, my phone. Or my iPad, if I, if it's running. Oh, hang on, no, no, no. Oh, what what does it say? Smart watch. And then you have to set the date. Oh my god, no! I think it's like I think it might be legit. Like I think it might actually. It only seems to work with Android. Which I think I read in the instructions. No, it. that that's where I saw it as well. Yeah, oh, right. And it seems to connect with, but it works. So fuck it, we can sell it. There you okay. Go. Little little smartwatch, don't know the origin of it. Tiny instruction manual, works with Android. Fun. Five pounds. <laughs> I'm excited. I do, a little smartwatch like that. If it works, it works with Android. I think 15 quid. No, really? 
Well, because the smart watch, how much is it? Like, just ignoring Apple because they're expensive, but smart watch. Smart Android watch. What I think I'd like to do, because actually this is like a little bit disappointing, but what I'd like to do is I'd like to put press play, press pause now on this part of the episode. And then once I've sold everything on the selling pages, I'd like to come back and I'd like to report back on our net losses. Or gains. Or gains. Um, so, like, in general, even, so, like, a shitty smartwatch that I've never heard of the brand, mm-hmm. 50 quid. Shut up. For a, a brand new one. So, I think this that we don't know. Well, it's never been synced with anything. Sorry. Okay. So, I've just found another brand that, like, brand new and it looks nice. 25 quid. Yeah. I think a tenner. I'll put a tenner on it. Like, it powers up. It's asking you for the date. It's never been used. It's still got a sticker on one of the... It's only got a sticker on, like, the video camera, you know, the ca- like, the camera hole. It doesn't have a sticker on the actual screen. So we'll definitely be back to tell you how we did for selling all this crap that we got um, from the DHL returns. And I'm not done with this. Like, I'm not done. I This, for me, has legs. I'm... A little bit unconvinced. I mean, we also know me that I'm the biggest, like, gullible, let's go for it, let's You're up for it, you'll be fine. We're doing it, we're doing it. We're going to get a storage unit. I'm going to get us an Amazon return palette, but I'm going to try and buy it from Amazon. And I am very excited, or very, or Well, I think, okay, so from from this episode, actually, A, we're going to try and find a random weekend where we pay whatever it is, £7 for a flight. Yeah. B... A suitcase for auction. Yeah. And see a storage unit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. And, and, and um, a returns package. Returns puzzle from Amazon. I'm, I think I'm over the returns ones because this was a disappointment. No, but the returns is the <laughs> potential. has the big potential. <laughs> if you're going to convince me to drop £400 and we just end 200. up with a load of chat. The... £200 and, you know, your life will be enriched. When we stop <laughs> recording, I'm going to show you some things, okay? Um, and I'm going to come back. Um, I will just be by myself, so, you know, it will just be me, sadly. But I will come back. Well, no, and- I'm happy. We can do the last bit on a um, on a virtual one where you Fine. actually, you tell me the things so that Fine. I'm not hearing it for the first time. On the podcast. On the podcast. Okay. So I will, we will reconvene then. So there'll be a part three to this where we will tell you exactly what we made. Um from this this and and also i think um we'll put up an episode on the patreon um just about this like holiday um the deal the cheap flight thing oh okay because we need to figure that out so we might actually just put up the maybe we'll figure it out on um we'll record us figuring it out and we'll put it on patreon (laughs) so rather than having that conversation (laughs) offline because some of those conversations are fucking brilliant okay so we'll chuck that on the patreon and then obviously when we do the episode it'll be out for everybody else so yeah great so some kind of random dhl returns legit or not done (laughs) (laughs) until next time thank you bye hello so it is just me as predicted um me and i have not managed to get together to discuss this one um so she will be hearing about it for the first time when she listens back to the episode uh this may not surprise you but we have not actually managed to sell any of the items uh that we got through our returns not really because we tried hard because we didn't try at all i just have not had the time to list anything so i'm i'm pretty sure that at some point down the down the line i'm gonna find that box of crap under the sofa and be like wow we really need to get rid of it but um that time has not come yet so um we'll definitely update you if and when that uh, when that happens but i just wanted to let you know that right now 
uh, as it stands, we're still a hundred pounds down. Thanks very much. Bye.